Good evening, Mervor Abbasai. Continuing a layer along after many compelling proofs the Chavis Avavis has brought from the Torah, from Chazal, from logic, that of course Hashem expects us to delve into the Chavis Halavavis, delve into those things that we're obligated from mitzvahs of the thought or the thought that accompanies the Maisa. We certainly have to do that. And he brought a pasuk here in Mishlei Mayim Amukim Eitzabalevish the Ish Tavuna Yidlena. That there's like deep waters, the marshal of deep waters, and it's only someone who's going to go down deep and draw up that water will be able to get the prize and get the water. So too, the person really has tremendous reservoirs of depth and knowledge in his life. And one has to delve into it, one has to contemplate, one has to think about, one has to analyze, one has to philosophize to be able to get to the bottom of it. So, then he says, I spoke with somebody, it's getting very personal now, he says, I spoke with someone who's considered a big chacham in Torah, matamut chacham. I spoke to him and I spoke about these zinyanim that we're talking about. That why is there no svarim on chavis Why did people write about it to understand the depth of it, to analyze it, go into it like any other sefer? And that's how you could learn it. He answered me. He says it's enough just to have the tradition. We have a Kabbalah. And as we know, you have to have a Moon and Hashem. Okay, I have a Moon and Hashem. Because you don't have to do more than that. You don't have to delve into it and ask questions and look at it from different sides and bring proofs and understand it at a greater depth. It's enough to Kabbalah. We have a Kabbalah. We have a Messiah, a tradition handed down from generation to generation that all of this is true. Hashem is one and Hashem does everything. We don't know more than that. We don't have any proofs. We never looked into it more. He says that's enough. Omarti loy, I told him. That's only appropriate. That's only good for someone who doesn't have the capacity to analyze it. Why? Because uh, he doesn't have such a uh, great intellect. His depth of understanding is not that great, and therefore, for him, he'll have to be satisfied just with hearing it from his parents, Rebbeim, his teachers. They tell him this is what we have to believe. Okay, this is what I believe. Not more than that. Various groups that don't have the intellectual capacity to delve into it. At that time, women were unlearned. So we said, okay, it's enough that they just accept what they heard. Kitanim, they don't have the maturity of mind to delve into these things. So they take with Kabbalah. Or Chesri Adas, or even men who just don't have the uh, mental capacity to be able to delve into these ideas and this philosophy. Okay, so they just take it at face value. But someone who does have the intellect, he does have the capacity of and the understanding and appreciation 
Of course it's a Kabbalah. Of course first we learn this is what we believe in. As Klein Kind from, from young children, that's what we learn. Hashem is one. Hashem is there. Hashem is here. Hashem is everywhere. But now we have to want to delve into more. He says, to be able to delve into and understand probably what he has accepted already in this Kabbalah. But he has not gone into that. Why? Because of Ha'atzlus. Because he's lazy. And he says, I'd rather deal with other things. It's easy for me to go to deal with other mitzvahs. These chavis of others are too difficult. They, they're too much of a strain. That he says, who nana shall says. of others says, I told this person, this tamukachim, if someone has the capacity to go into these things and he doesn't because he's lazy and it's too strenuous, he will be punished. He will be guilty because he has ignored this area of Torah. And he gives us a marshal. Listen to this marshal. This could be compared to Le'evid. You have a servant of a king. This person, let's call him, maybe he's the treasurer. He's in charge of the king's treasury. And the king commands him, he says, take money, get accept money, all sorts of bills, all sorts of currencies, gold and silver, and you're going to get it from various different uh, of, of my uh, palace, Abde Malchusay, different servants within my palace. I want you, your job is to count the money. You have to count them and account them and weigh them, and know exactly what is there, what you're receiving. Obviously, this person was well-equipped with accounting abilities, with being able to, he's wise enough to count it at all, sort it all out, and that's why the king gave him this job. For some reason, these Avdi Amelech who were giving him the different bags or valises or uh, the uh, envelopes of different amounts of money, they told him, eh, listen, we'll tell you exactly what's here. They wrote on the back, this is this one has a hundred, this one has five hundred, this one has a thousand. They said, you can trust us, that's what's in each one. And he believed them. They view our mom and they love. And then they brought the money to him and they said, this is exactly what's in each one. They said, don't worry, it's all weighted out, it's proper, this is what you needed to get, this is what you have. You don't even have to bother counting it. <coughs> let me believe them. And he was too lazy to then go recheck it. I mean, they said, this is what it is, this is the amount of it, why should I have to go redo their work and analyze it myself, count it on myself. No purpose in that. I know exactly what it is. However, he shirked his responsibilities to the king who commanded him, I want you to count each one. And you have to know on your own what's in each one. Well, when the king found out, 
that this person received all the money, but he never really counted it. His spies told him that these Evid never counted it. So he told this Evid, bring all the money to me. How much does that weigh? How many are in here? He said, his tongue was tied. He couldn't say exactly, I know for sure. The and the Melech says, you're guilty. Because you disregarded my commandment. You relied on other people. You relied on the messengers of the servants who gave you that money. And that's why you thought you could know it. He says, the king says, you're guilty even if actually it's the right amount. Even if they didn't lie to you. They told you exactly the right amount and it all is accounted for. But my commandment to you was, I want you to know how much each one is. I want you to count yourself how much it is. By saying this how much it is, because I was told by somebody else, you don't know that for sure. You trusted that person. But that's not what I asked you to do. I wanted you to know for certainty on your own. And that you didn't do. If you weren't well equipped for it, if you weren't an expert, you didn't know how to do it. I would never have demanded that from you, says the king. Then obviously you rely on those who are knowledgeable in that. But since the king says, I know you could have done that, and you didn't, therefore I find you guilty in this matter. That's the marshal. Says the Chavis of Ovis, what's the nimshol? You also, you person, who has the capacity to be able to delve into, not believing just, well, they told me that Hashem is one. They told me this is what I have to believe. They told me that Hashem created the world. Hashem runs the world. Hashem runs with Ashkoch Pratis. I don't know exactly. I don't see from the Torah how I never went into it. I didn't see all the, the proofs of it. Says the Chavos guilty. Because if you have the capacity to be able to delve into it, then you're obligated to do so. That's understood to be the commandment of the king, like the marshal. If your intellect could not simply have the capacity to do so. So, for example, like what certain things that we can't delve into? Mitzvah are chukim, things that we can't really understand readily. And that, that's too deep for us. Why did Hashem command us not to wear shatnas, a wool or linen garment? Why did Hashem command us not to eat a mixture of cooked meat and milk. That's a chayk. We can't know why that is. We can't analyze the reasons for it. You're not obligated. Then you have a good argument. By disregarding, delving into it. Or, if you had a short capacity mentally, your appreciation for these things were weak. May I your love to be able to comprehend it. Then you wouldn't be punished on your negligence. Then you'll be like those who won't, don't have the ability to delve into themselves. And they just take it as a kabbal. This is what they taught us. This is what I believe. But if you're a person who has knowledge, who has understanding, 
you're someone who can delve into the things that you already were makabel. To know how things work, to know, understand it on a deeper level. You're obligated to use that mental capacity and intellect to delve into it. Until you understand it yourself. Then you'll have a tradition from those who taught you, this is what we believe, and you'll know it on your own, you'll own it, and you'll know it from your own. Both of them. Both ways. And if you ignore it, and you're negligent in going into it because of laziness, you're going to be considered as if you have neglected you're neg- guilty in what you neglected to be able to delve into what you're obligated to your creator. So this is the marshal, this is the nimshal of those of us who have the ability to understand it on a deeper level and to go into these mitzvahs, we're obligated to go into it. And then he's going to now end off, as we'll see, the, with two other proofs yet to this idea. Hold it here, call to Vagutanacht.